Life is hard. But it could be worse. Life is hard. But it could be worse. Welcome life to the Life is hard. hard podcast. But it could be worse. We have a guest. We have a guest life tonight. And uh, and we are podcasting I hope it's from good. a sauna where we're all naked, drinking beer and eating pizza. So life is really hard. Pizza's not good for our guests. Oh, yeah, I've been trying to commit suicide by food lately. <laughs> no, I could do that right. very easily. So, no, I gotta, before we get started on important <laughs> things, because there are some important things to talk about, but I put in the notebook the other day, I got the notebook DVD, this is the movie, The Notebook, which is kind of weird to even say, The Movie, The Notebook. It's like, make up your mind, is it the movie or is it The Notebook? So you put The Notebook in the DVD player? I put The Notebook in the DVD player, which is just I don't think that's suggested. Anyway, so I put The Notebook in the DVD player, and the D- I've got this weird Blu-ray player, piece of shit that does strange things. It'll interrupt my movies that I'm watching on like DVD or Blu-ray to tell me that the network connection's been lost. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm watching a Blu-ray disc. I don't need a network connection, but it will literally just pop up a menu in front of my screen, in front of my movie, to say the network's connection, and I have to go reset something to continue watching my movie, which really pisses me off. But, but the other night, when I put the notebook in the DVD player, <laughs> it started... It started with this it didn't come up with the with the title sequence or the opening credits or anything it just started like with the movie and i thought that's weird but yeah, i was it doing, is. yeah i was doing something and i just thought well i'll just let it roll i'll just see where it goes and and i was expecting the opening credits to to do you know some of these movies will start with something and then they will do the opening credits well it went flashing from scene to scene and went through a bunch of different scenes and then it returned to the special features menu, and I saw what I had just seen was all the deleted scenes. Oh, no. Yeah. Mm. So I had seen bits and pieces of the movie. Actually, you saw none of the movie. Right. Those right. were well, deleted scenes. <laughs> Some of what was in there was still in the movie, but it was like a different take on it. But anyway, it's still... So yeah, I'd seen these deleted scenes, which were all... And they were all disjointed, right? I'm like... This isn't a good movie. <laughs> what kind of it's, movie is this? Like, it's it's like you needed a notebook to keep track of what was going on. Yeah, and I was thinking, I was thinking to myself, maybe because this, I knew the movie had great accolades. I mean, everybody has said, "Have you seen the Notebook?" I mean, it's like a great movie, right? Dude, so I'm thinking, well, maybe check out the like, accolades on that Notebook. I'm like the genius of this movie is that I'm suddenly going to realize that they're leading me in some sort of a strange <laughs> it's it's all going to make sense it at the all end. makes sense it's eventually like, right it's like the romantic version of memento <laughs> yeah well anyway so oh my gosh you have not seen memento no i haven't sorry oh my god okay you've got to fix that I, I, well, look, when I get a chance, I, I try to, when I get a chance to get these things, I do. But We so, have the uh, Life is Hard book club. We might as well now have the Life is Hard DVD club. Oh, you're going to hate me, Rob, because I bought two new books. Um, and I'll get to that in a minute. But before I, before I leave the notebook, I just want to say I did th- then watch the entire movie from start to finish and kind of plug in the deleted scenes in my mind as I came to them. Um. But there, some of the deleted scenes were good. So they should have left them in? 
Maybe. I think so. I don't know why they deleted them if they deleted I'm going to have to go look at the deleted scenes because I love that movie, but I don't think I've seen the deleted scenes. You know what they need in, in the film editing suite is an undo button. I would probably save a lot of that. Yeah. They like deleted <laughs> yeah. it. Oops, I didn't mean to delete that scene. Well, maybe no one will notice. Exactly. So if only this had an undo button. Exactly. We could have left that in. Did you see that 220-pound uh, meteor crash? Well, it didn't actually. I don't think it really. It exploded before it hit the ground to like 12 pieces. But it came down somewhere near St. Louis on Monday night. Mm-mm. It was quite a light show. Everybody videotaped it because everybody's got their phones, and it was streaking through the sky for a while. Um, but when it finally got to where it was making impact, it like lit up the whole area, just blue. It was really bright. Wow. Did it cause any calamity? I don't think so. They didn't. In the article I read, it was very brief. It just said this 220-pound, you know, meteor came in at this time. This, you know, whatever, and people in Minnesota saw it. And um, so, how big does one have to be to actually do some damage? Uh, well, that one is about the size. <laughs> That's that what she said. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Well, Dirty bird. A, you should have Sorry. another. You should have another beer, Rob. I haven't had any. Well, why? This is how I get when I'm around Cindy. You're gonna get dehydrated. Sure, blame it on me. Not having any beer. Actually. Oh yeah, I forgot our pretense. Yeah, yeah. Get with the program here. So, so anyway, Mm, yeah. I'm gonna have a sip of beer. A 220 pound meteor is not actually very large. It's like probably bigger than a basketball, but not a lot bigger. Um, I think they said that in order for Meteor to do any catastrophic damage, it would have to be about the size of a football field. Oh. Okay, Uh, so here's this question then. Would the damage be different to the flat Earth than to the spherical Earth? Well, I think it would punch a hole in the flat Earth. So we would just go right through. Yeah, we'd end up like having, we'd be looking through this hole going, whoa, look at what's underneath us. So how do the flat earthers, um, like, explain the meteors that, like, started the Ice Age and killed the dinosaurs and all that? They don't believe any of that happened. punching a hole in the earth. The dinosaurs, are you kidding me? The These earth was created by God in... 6,000 years ago. Exactly. In, what, 4,000 B.C.? Yeah, none of those things Dinosaurs happened. are just figments of your imagination. Well, no, actually... Where did the bones the, uh, come from? Figments the, of your imagination. The Kenneth Ham Genesis Museum, or whatever it's called, Museum. Uh, Ooh, the Genesis Museum. I want to go there. Well, whatever it is, Ken Ham's museum um, has she dinosaurs. Invisible touch. His his theory is the the young Earthers think that because we have dinosaur bones, then we can't deny that dinosaurs existed, but they existed alongside of people. And they because just God created them. And they just wouldn't fit on the ark, so they got wiped out in the flood. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, oh, they've got it all figured out. They just can't explain the timeline. Noah, I need you to build an ark and carry two of any every animal, except those fucking dinosaurs. Fuck well, them dinosaurs. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, if you bring a Tyrannosaurus Rex, a pair of Tyrannosaurus Rexes onto the ark... That's probably all that would survive. Well, why did he bring the the bugs? That's my question. 
Like, did the bugs have to go on the ark? Really? They have to feed the frogs. Well, the old joke is if if Noah had actually brought a pair of ants, literally a pair of ants, and a pair of ant eaters, do you think we'd have any ants today? Probably hmm. not. Yeah, it wouldn't really work out. It but if he brought a pair of ants and a pair of aardvarks, then that would probably work out. Well, you had to have ant eaters, and and the thing is that I mean, if you have you bring like a pair of colonies of ants or something, because I mean the ant eaters have to have. Anyway, it doesn't work out. It just doesn't. You can't you can't expect a couple of foxes to be on the boat with a couple of rabbits and be like. Maybe he kept them all in separate cages. Yeah, for forty days and forty nights. Good luck with that. Or you could go by the ancient, excuse me, ancient aliens theory of Noah's Ark, where he just kept DNA of every animal. Of course, that would be the thing to do, right? So they could be repopulated after the flood. It would be a lot less smelly. Speaking of that, did you see the guy, um, trying to remember his name, Dr. There's a doctor in, um, I believe he's in the UK, who is uh, has got a debilitating disease, and he's losing all his all of his muscle control, and was going to be losing his ability to speak, and he's converting himself into a cyborg. So I want to do that. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of you know preserving DNA, his. Essentially, his brain, in the end, the goal is to have his brain be part electronic, part, you know, bio- biological, and... Um, that works until you have a, you know, a brain tumor or something. Then you're fucked. Why? Well, because if your brain is dead... Oh, oh, yeah, well, he's he expects to live, you know, a few more years. Basically, he would have choked to death on his own saliva... And so he had an operation where they took out his uh, vocal cords and his trachea or something so that wouldn't be possible. And that's the last time he'll be able to speak naturally. But he's before he did that, they had created his artificial voice on the computer in a way for him to communicate through his avatar. So he's they're working on this, and they're, he's, he's basically really excited. He claims he's like, you know all stoked about becoming Peter 2.0 because Peter 1.0 is no longer going to exist and he's going to... Well, I have a question. Yeah. Okay, so if they put his voice on a computer thing, that means he can never be interrupted, right? Uh, Or does does the computer, like, pause when somebody else starts talking or does it have to finish the thought? Or, like, how does that work exactly? Well, he's going to be wired into the computer. His senses will be enhanced, in theory. I mean, that's what they're saying. To be honest with you, they don't give a lot of detail on how all the cybernetics are going to work. They only say that this is as far as they've gone because he had to have his vocal cords removed. So now he's going to have to speak through the computer but this is like the first stage of his conversion and uh, he's he's well no he's also had his eyes laser corrected for uh, focusing at 70 centimeters which is the distance his computer screens will be from his face and he's got some kind of special control system where he can control the computers with his eye movements 
and there's some other things. Um, in any case, it, again, this is all like, to me, it's all very, uh, I don't want to say theoretical, but it's kind of it's still sort of non-deterministic. They haven't been really clear as to how all this is going to work. And, and you can know. tell he's very excited about this because he goes, yeah. Yeah, I I mean I feel bad for the guy because he's got this debilitating disease. It's nothing like, for that really. It's like Lou Gehrig's or something. I don't remember what it exactly it is, but I don't know if you're familiar with Lou Gehrig's where people they just their muscles just waste away and they Yeah, that guy, the the first guy that had it, what was his name again? <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. That's the Dennis Leary joke. I don't know if he was the first Poor guy. Lou Gehrig died of Lou Gehrig's disease. How do you not see that coming? Uh, so we have okay, the 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 Tak Taku Glacier T A K U. I don't know why they can't make these things so that normal Taku. people can pronounce them. But was the last glacier in Alaska to start retreating? There's 250 glaciers in Alaska, and the Taku Glacier was you know the the glacier experts, the glaciologists, whatever they are were saying, you know, this was the glacier we were holding out hope. They were expecting it to probably start retreating by 2100, and it has now noticeably, measurably started retreating. So they're like, it's like 80 years ahead of schedule, which, by the way, should uh, <clears throat> should be a warning to people who think we have a lot of time left. Run away! But now away. every single glacier in Alaska is measurably shrinking. Um just, you know, you know why? Kind of a landmark. Sorry, why? Because it's cold. No, it's Shrinkage not. happens when it's cold. <laughs> yeah, or not when you're a glacier. <laughs> and Venice flooded again. Wow. The second worst flood on record ever. The first worst flood was in 1966, which kind of surprises me that 1966 had a worse flood than this one. But the Catholic, the... the um, the Basilica in Venice has been keeping records for 1,200 years. The, the records, uh, the official records, like meteorological records, only go back to 1923, but the Basilica has had recorded how many times they've had a flood in their basement in the last 1,200 years. They've had six floods, and four of those have been in the last 20 years. So the They probably had one when uh, Noah built the ark also. Probably, yeah. They had they had the the, the big flood. Um, then anyway, stop that. the The point is the floods are obviously getting more frequent. Of course, now Venice is also sinking, so it's kind of a double whammy for Venice. Venice is losing altitude and also the oceans rising. So they're going to end up being Atlantis. Yeah, they're building a seawall around Venice. I don't know if you know this, but they're actually building a protective wall because they're trying to keep. Venice from being flooded. It's been inevitable. They've known this is happening for a long time. Are the uh, Mexicans paying for that one too? I don't think the Mexicans are paying for any of them. I think they are. That's no, what he said. I don't think so. I think they were going to get... Who is it? They were going to build a wall. Was it? Was it Senator Warren who said we're going to build a wall around all the blue states or something and we're going to get Trump to pay for it? Uh, no, I think that was Kamala Harris or somebody. Oh, it was the one from Minnesota. Um, oh, that's, yeah, Amy Klobuchar. Amy Klobuchar, yeah. Oh, the, speaking the of The Canadian. Which, 
Did, did, did I tell you this already? She needs to run in 2024. Well, wait, this is assuming we elect a new president in 2020. Then she needs to run in 2024 so she can be AK-47. Hmm. <laughs> okay, yep. can I can I take us back to the, the wall real quick? Cause I sure. Have, I have another on. question because you guys are really smart, so I like to get your, your input I'll on these. Oh, stop flattering us while we're I'm sitting in the sauna. I'm serious. I'm serious. And you're very sweaty, too. I, I know, but if you <laughs> flatter me too much, something embarrassing might happen. But go ahead. Um, okay, so they build this seawall, right? What happens if there's some sort of weather, you know, like a hurricane or something? How is the water ever going to recede away if it gets in there? Like, wouldn't they just be condemning themselves to drown? Well, that's the idea. No, they have a giant shop back. Oh, okay. No, I don't know. That, I mean, that would be like a really good, you know, the, deal for craftsmen or whoever makes the shop vacs. That would really suck. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're on a roll now. Actually, this particular wall is designed to be able to be implemented when it's needed, so they can open it and close it. <laughs> just, oh God! Okay, say, there's a million things that could go wrong with that. It's it's a one way wall. There it are, keeps, but they it keeps yeah, water yeah. out on the one side and lets it out on the other. That's isn't that the quicker picker upper? The is the the bounty it it sucks up moisture and doesn't let it out or something, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. that is bounty. Um, well, there you go. We just did our first commercial spot for the day. Hey. So no, that I haven't actually studied how this wall works, but I do know that they have tested it. They said they had a successful test, and they're against expected- what. I don't know. Hey, it's, like, how would they test it? They called up God. He sent a flood. And no, there, the water was kept out. Yeah, test successful. Supposed to defend them against storm surges because that's really what this is. This was a storm surge on top of a high tide is what caused this flooding. But the meteorologists did say when they were asked whether this was a sign of climate change, they said, "Well, the pattern probably is, and part of it's because." these particular storms that that push the water up they have to occur during a high tide in order for it to be this catastrophic but but these particular storms are becoming more common on account of their part of this um this uh jet stream pattern we've been seeing that that brought us this cold weather right now that we're having it's the same weather pattern that that's causing all this weirdness all over the place yeah, I'm so, still trying to picture them actually testing this. Like, whether they get like a hose or, I mean, like how could you possibly test for that? Well, it's got to be some sort of a huge thing, like a, like a, it's got to raise and lower or open and close. It's got to have some huge. Well, I know, but how, how would they, how would they be able to test its durability or? I guess when you have a high tide, you close it before the tide gets high and you see if it holds back the tide they, or something. They took every Venetian they could find. and Not they, blind Venetians, though. Right. And they gave them drinks for like 24 hours. Oh. And then they made them I go outside the wall. I know where this is going. And this pee is, all at is, once. Haven't you ever heard the old expression, it's like pissing in the ocean? It doesn't fucking matter. Well, but that's one person, not... 
tens of thousands of people. Well, All right. Well, can we get did, onto the? Did you hear about the island where people um, would pee um, because they thought it would bring back the fish or something like that, and then they built all these penises on the I- island? Uh-uh. <laughs> you don't know. Okay, it's an actual place, and everywhere you go, there's like these huge statues of penises. Matt and his wife oh, that's went in there. Japan or something. Yeah. There's your ancient alien, Rob. No, those are man-made penises. I don't know about that. I'm thinking if aliens came to the planet, you know, millions of years ago, that's what they would have left behind is a bunch of phallic symbols. You should Google it. They did. It's it's really cool. Look at the, like, the Washington Monument and all the other ones like that. (laughs) No, these are actual penises. Like, there's no mistaking it. I know. I know what you're talking about. Okay. I don't think Doug knows what you're talking about, though. But go ahead. I want to hearken back to a... A discussion I had weeks ago, which I don't know will ever be published, so maybe I'll have to give some background information here. Might as um, well. I could edit it out if necessary. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a fungus called Candida auris, and I've. Mo- oh, that one was published. Was it? Okay. Oh yeah, that's Good. been a long time ago. Good because the CDC, when we did that episode, I know it was a while back, but when we did that episode, I raved about how these things are more prevalent than they want to tell us. Yes. And uh, and I've said, you know, it's it's bad for any hospital to tell people, uh, you know, we've got a case of this in our hospital because it's too scary. Well, it turns out the CDC has recently revised their previous numbers. They had recent they had in 2013, they had done a report that said two million people a year were infected by these um, not necessarily just Candida auris, but um, uh, drug resistant you know, uh, bacteria and fungi. And anyway, and uh, they said at that time, um, let me get my numbers straight here. Hold on, pausing. Oh, there it is. Okay. Okay, back to me. So they said at that time that 23,000 deaths a year were caused by this. And and they revised those numbers now to 2.8 million instead of 2 million incidents and 44,000 deaths a year. Now they've gotten the death count down since 2013. But at the current numbers, we have one person being infected in this country every 11 seconds, one person dying from an infection every 15 minutes. And these are just from drug-resistant bacteria. Candida Candida auris was got top top numbers. That was the number 1 killer kills one out of five people that get infected with it so the short version of the story is doug was right no no government was hiding stuff i don't think they're yeah it's hard to say because it's hard to say if their original report was they had said with their original report that the numbers were conservative um but you know that's an easy way to cya and say let's put out some some friendlier numbers and say these are conservative numbers Right, we don't want to panic the population. Someone's texting me while I'm podcasting here. So I bet I know who it is. I yeah, bet no, I do too, why would somebody do that? She's the only one who would bring a phone in a sauna. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is incorrect, because I happen to go to the sauna at the Y, thank you very much, and there are just as many women in there with phones as there are men. Yeah, I think he's talking about like a jacuzzi. 
is what he means. I wasn't said I I had no gender bias here at all. I said you were the only one, period, who would bring a phone into a but sauna. But that's not true. Other people bring phones <laughs> into saunas. But it's not true. You're talking about two different kinds of saunas. She's talking about a like a dry sauna, a heat sauna. No, I'm, yeah, I'm talking about a steam bath. You're you know? talking about a jacuzzi. Not a jacuzzi, that's a tub. I'm talking about a steam bath, not dry. Steam baths are horrible for you. You should not not ever go into them. Yeah, well, we should get the hell out. Put your clothes on. You know. I what, thought we were in the dry sauna. You know, no, not with your phone. You know what you get in a steam bath? Sick. Candida auris. You get oh, you no. get whatever everybody else has because there's moisture in the air and exactly. moisture breeds bacteria and you're breathing all that stuff that everybody else in there is breathing. I figured you'd get Legionnaire's disease because that's one of the things that's spread through water vapor. Yeah, you don't you don't want to go in those. They right. actually have one at the Y, and I I will not go in there. Why didn't you tell me that before we had the podcast in one? Because she thought we were in the dry one. I thought we were in the dry one. I just don't pay attention. Okay, well, there you go. Um, well, I'll be dead tomorrow, so... Well, look, we have our guest here. We have to talk about our guest's topic. Yes, my, what's the guest topic? What's my topic? What do you mean, I, I wasn't topic? told to prepare. It's the one that you've been campaigning for for, like, weeks now. The chocolate one? That's been for, like, a year. The chocolate one. You don't even know. You don't <laughs> oh, I even do. Know Doug knows, and you don't. You're. I sleep with you, and you don't even know. <laughs> I don't want to know that you sleep with him. I'm sitting <laughs> here in a room with you two naked. I don't want to know you two sleep. Tell together. me about the chocolate one. <laughs> Tell you about the chocolate one. Okay. Do you know where we get chocolate? Oh, that. Yeah. Now I know what you're talking about. Okay. Is that the one you're talking about? No. The one I've been campaigning for. No, but you can do that one if you want. Well, I want to know what you're talking about. I'm talking about the chicken sandwich. Oh, gosh. Oh, the chicken sandwich. <sighs> the chicken sandwich that people are killing each other over and wrecking their Mercedes. And I don't know a whole lot about that one. I just, it's stupid. You know enough. I heard about it from you. Well, it's because, like, it surprised me that people are actually that dumb that they would, like, hurt be careful, there's a, a lot of people who could be listening to this who have stood in line for three days. <laughs> like they camp out in tents. Yeah, yeah. But, to, but see, I'm still anonymous. They don't know my name. They just know your guys' well, name. Yeah, they I'm have no idea about, her name is Cindy. I'm not worried about them coming to the house or coming <laughs> to the sauna. Like times already. <laughs> I'm worried about them not listening to us anymore. That's all because, you know, I always try not to offend anybody. You're worried about them what? I doubt that very seriously. You forget that I know you, Doug. Yeah, yeah, well, I was. You can't say stuff like that. Rob was supposed to pick up on that when I said I try never to offend anyone. But it could be. Well, like I always say, life is hard. Life is hard. (laughs) But it could be worse. It could be worse. Or could it? Life is hard. Oh, it could always be worse. But it could be worse. Life is hard, 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 but it could be worse.